Hello, my name is Ebony Hinton of HerLifeOnPurpose.com. You are joining me on the podcast, Her Life on Purpose, the podcast, where I teach women how to dominate the life that they have on purpose. I give easy steps. I give solutions and tips. You know, I make it easy. I make it plain because I want us to both, you know, just have this positive uh, and productive life, you and me. So we're going to learn from each other. Um, So I like to just start things off um, just by telling you what I'm going to be talking about for today. And today I've been thinking about this for so long, you know, daily. I think about this because I I keep having, um, different encounters to make me think about this, this particular topic, but you know how people say, um, you know, don't take my kindness for weakness, but not being kind, may be your weakness. Not being kind may be your weakness. If you want to hear what I mean by that and listen to, you know, this podcast, I tell everything through my experience and through my story. Just stay tuned for that. You don't want to miss that. Just give me one second and keep listening. So like I said, you know, this has been happening to me for a few weeks now, Um, just different encounters and experiences to make me um, think this. So I'll tell you this. One day I, um, my son, I have a, I have two sons and I have a seven-year-old and a four-year-old. So my four-year-old and I, I don't remember where we were coming from, but we were driving down the road and I'm like, oh, I need some gas. So um, I'm like, "Okay, I got to find the nearest gas station because I'm almost at at the end. You know, listen, I am not the only one, but, you know, actually almost running out of gas really scares me because when I was little, I had this or I have an aunt who would. I mean, she would wait to the last drop to get gas because she only wanted to, you know, go to certain gas stations. And most of the time she would make it. But there were some occasions where we were stuck on side of on the side of the road and, you know, someone had to come and get us or, you know, those experiences, you know, running out of gas just traumatized me. But let's get back to the story. So anyway, I'm looking for gas because I'm almost out of gas and I find this gas station. So I get out of my car. My my son is um in the back seat and he's playing. I think he's playing with my phone, you know, playing a game on my phone. And so I get out of the car. Now, what you have to know about me, I'm very cautious as well. So I'm always aware of my surroundings. So anyway, I get out of the car to pump the gas. There's this man in this big, it was a black, um, I want to say it was an expedition. I think it was an expedition or something like that. It was a newer model car, but he gets out of the car. And even though I'm aware of him, I'm not really focus on him because I want to pump my gas and I want to get back in the car. So he comes up to me. I see him walking um, over to me 
And I'm like, oh my goodness. So he says to me, ma'am, I need you to, um, I need, you know, he said, I need some gas. And I, and I looked at him, you know, I just kind of glanced over at him and I'm like, sir, I don't have any money. I don't have any money. And he was like, no, ma'am, I just, I just need some, some gas. And I'm like, sir, I don't need any money. So, um, this was toward the end of me pumping my gas. So I hurry and put my, uh, put the, you know, the gas thing or whatever it is, um, back on, you know, on the hook and the gas pump back on the hook, on the hook. And I get in my car because like I said, I'm very cautious and my son is in the car. I'm a woman, you know, I just make sure to be aware, you know, and, and to keep my son safe. And that's my number one priority when I go out anywhere by myself, whether it's running to the store. So I get hop in my car and he's and I hear him saying again, ma'am, I just need some gas. And, um, you know, I, I just glanced at glanced at him and, you know, I was like, OK. And so I hop in my car and I, I um, uh, turn my ignition and I go, I, you know, go down the road and, you know, because some people, let me be honest, I, some people are weird. Some people, you know, you know, I give to people in need and sometimes you just have to use discretion, you know, about certain things. And, you know, I really, this day I really wasn't, you know, in the mood. I was just like, okay, whatever. I need to keep my son safe and he's bothering me. That's what I was thinking. So I get in the car and I'm driving down the road and then automatically it's like I, something just clicked and because I'm spiritual and because the person who I choose to believe in is God. I heard God say to me, turn around. And I'm like, no, I'm, I'm not turning around. So I'm driving, driving like, nope, not going to turn around. And so, um, and so I, I keep driving down the road and then I turn around. So as I turn around, this is what I'm thinking. This is what is going through my head. I start really picturing this man in my head. I'm like, wait a minute. Okay, I, I just slowed down for a minute and I pictured what I think I saw and then it turned into what I know I saw in this man. And I remember him saying, I just need some gas. That's what I was thinking he was, was saying. And as I drove off the first time, I, I heard him say again, the man, um, I don't need any money. <clears throat> because I said to him, uh, you know, I don't have any money. I remember saying, I don't have any money. And he said, I don't need any money. And so all this stuff is coming back to me as I'm turning around and driving back down the road, which, which is what made me turn around. And, and I thought about it. And so what I saw, when I pictured the man in my head again, um, I realized that he was a little frail, um, and, uh, he had on, he had a oxygen, the, you know, the oxygen tubes coming out of his nose and he had the, the backpack on his back and he was carrying it. All of this stuff I initially, initially did not 
pay attention to, did not recognize, did not, you know, give the time of day. But somehow it all just flooded my memory when I slowed down. And in my mind, I really looked at him and I realized he had, you know, this oxygen take on. And then I realized he said, I didn't need any money. So when I got back to the store, he was still there. And I went to him and I said, sir, I just want to apologize. Um, I really wasn't paying attention. Um, you know, just being, you know, in this world, I have to make sure that I am safe and that my, my son and my children are safe. So I'm very cautious, you know, to who I speak to and, you know, things like that. And he said, you know, I understand. But what he really needed for me to do was because he was an older man and he had his oxygen. He had all this stuff, you know, on him. He was able to drive and things like that. But he needed help putting his uh, making the transaction with his card um, on the, the gas tank. He needed help with that and just, you know, pumping the gas and, and things like that. But um, that moment just stuck out to me. And he said to me, you know, he said, thank you so much. He said, you know, I used to be a pastor. Um, you know, I retired and, and, you know, things like that. I used to be a pastor. And he said, I never worry about um, if God is going to take care of me, I never worry about, you know, you know, just things like this. And when the moment came back full circle and it connected and it was more about him than it was about me. But I felt like, you know, God really used me to help him. And I and I, to, I ended up telling my husband this story and I said to him, I, I know that God put me in that place for a reason because sometimes you can come in contact with the wrong person. And the man actually gave me his credit card. Someone could have stolen that credit card, but he had faith in God that much. He trusted God that much um, to, to align him with the right person to be able to help him. And even though he could have said, you know, see, ugh, this is why this always happens. And, you know, um, you know, he could have looked at that situation initially because I didn't help him, but he didn't worry about it because he was still there when I got back. And I'm the kind of person that I'm able to admit when I'm wrong. So I, you know, I went up to him and like I said, I apologized and then I helped him. But I don't, oh my gosh, that, that whole experience just, it, it sits with me. I think about it often because God had him and me simultaneously, like me and him both to like, he got us both together. He, he showed us faith, both of us together at the same time. And I'm just so grateful for that. So I want to tell you one more story about, you know, just my experience with being kind, because it could very well, if you're not kind, it could very well not be your weakness. So one more time, stay tuned for that really quick story. And we're going to wrap it up and we're going to get out of here. So another encounter that I had was with um, a woman in a grocery store that I, you know, that I visit often that's, you know, close to where I live by my house. And, um, this particular day I was in the store very, very late. I am the type of person I like to shop when no one else is around because it frazzles me 
when there's too many people in the aisle in any given store. I just don't like it. So I'm either shopping really early or really late or, you know, I have it mapped out. I know when people is going to be an influx of people, you know, in a store. So I like to shop when there's no one in there. So I was in this this uh, grocery store late at night, you know, doing some grocery shopping, picking up some things. And um, as I'm going to check out, um, there was a cashier. Um, it was like, you know, when, when late at night, um, everybody is stocking, th- stocking things in the aisle. So there was this, this woman, it was only one cashier, but there's self checkout and there's, you know, a cashier, I mean, a lady at the, the register. So she was working both the check, the self checkout lanes and the one cash, uh, cash register. So I, you know, I, something I had, I needed help. So she comes, she was like, okay, one minute, ma'am. I was like, you know, take your time. And so she finished with the customer and she came over to me and she was like, oh, you know, you know, I've been working really late and, you know, things like that. And she was like, um, you know, I'm pulling a double. She was like, I've been here since, you know, 10 this morning or something like that. She was there really early. And she was, you know, she had worked the first shift and now she was going to work the overnight shift all together. So she was like, I don't get off until um, the a.m. time. And I immediately I thought to myself to say thank you, because we look at the first responders and we look at, you know, people who are very popular in the community, like your mayor and, you know, just certain things like that. First responders and, um, the military, you know, um, everywhere you go, if there is a military or a service member, um, you know, most people will say to them, you know, thank you for your service. But I looked at this lady and she was working, you know, just, she was just a cashier and it was in my heart to just say, Thank you. Thank you for your service. And that's the point I want to make to you. To be kind to other people. To say thank you to even the people that you, you know, may not say, remember or notice to say thank you on a daily basis. Your cashiers, your people who work at McDonald's, who work at Wendy's, who, you know, everybody loves Chick-fil-A, who works at Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A because these people even though they sometimes may not have the best attitude these people are working doubles they have families they have you know um, other responsibilities that they have to take care of and here they are servicing others and if you think about us as a community we are all doing something to service each other so just say thank you to the people you know, that's around you, that, that is giving you your coffee, that is giving you your food, that is, you know, fixing your cable, um, anything that, you know, cause we are all doing service to each other. Like if we have a job, we are most likely doing it to service any and everybody in our communities, in the world. Um, so just remember to say thank you thank you. And if you're not being kind, it just might be your weakness. It just may be the reason that you are not flourishing the way that you are supposed to, because when you give it out, it comes back, I promise you. But when you give it out, 
Don't give it in the expectation to have it back. Give from your heart. Give because you wholeheartedly want to see somebody else feel good, to win, and to do better. Thank you so much for joining my podcast. Follow me on all my social media at Her Life on Purpose, um, Twitter, H Life on Purpose, and of course, visit my website, herlifeonpurpose.com. I love you so much. Have a good day.